you for joining us for our Word of the Day. This morning as we're continuing through the Scriptures, we're going to look at John chapter 11, specifically the story of the resurrection of Lazarus. Now, if you've been in church any amount of time, you, you know this story, but this is the story of one of Jesus' dear friends, Lazarus. Lazarus was brother to Mary and Martha, and there's several stories in Scripture of Jesus interacting with these three people. They were very close friends of Jesus. Whenever he was in the area, he would stop and, and have a meal with them and fellowship with them and sometimes stay the night with them. And they were just very close friends. And Jesus is out ministering and he gets word that Lazarus is sick. And it's not just a cold or a little, you know, sniffles. He's, he's very, very sick. And Jesus, in this moment, can do a lot of things. He can go to Lazarus and heal him. He can speak the words from where he's at and heal Lazarus. We've seen him do that before. But instead, Jesus tarries. He continues ministering. He continues doing miracles where he's at. And then he begins to go see Lazarus a few days later. And he gets word that Lazarus has died. But he keeps going. When he gets to Mary and Martha's house, they come out and they're, they're upset with Jesus. Martha's even like, if you'd have been here he wouldn't have died and you could have done something and why didn't you do something and this is basically your fault and she's crying and Mary's crying and the Bible gives us in verse 35 the shortest verse in scripture the verse we're gonna look at this morning it says Jesus wept just two simple words and there has been a lot of teaching throughout the years about what these two words mean why was Jesus crying why was he weeping? Was he weeping over the lack of faith of Mary and Martha and those that were around him, that they're accusing him of not helping and they're not having faith that he is the resurrection and the life, even though he's about to prove that he is? I don't believe that's it because he knows what he's going to do. Is he weeping over the fact that he's not going to see Lazarus again? No, because he knows what's going to happen. He knows he's going to raise him from the dead, but even if he doesn't raise him from the dead, he knows he's going to see Lazarus. He knows, as he says later on in, in chapter, in verse 37, he says, I'm the resurrection and life. Whoever believes in me will never die. He knows, yeah, Lazarus's physical body is dead, but his spirit lives on for eternity, and I'm going to see him again one day. I'm going to see him when he's in heaven with me. Mary and Martha are going to see him again. This isn't, you know, death is not goodbye for the believer. It's, we'll see you again one day. So I don't believe he's weeping because of the loss of his friend. I believe that he is weeping because of the pain that his close friends are experiencing. He is heartbroken that they are heartbroken. He knows that their, their mourning is going to turn to joy in just a bit. He knows in just a few moments he's going to raise Lazarus from the dead and they're going to rejoice and praise him and be happy that their brother is back. But right now, they're suffering. Right now, they're experiencing loss. Right now, they're they're hurt, they're confused, they're angry, and Jesus is entering into their pain and experiencing it with them, and he is weeping because they're heartbroken. Now this, this is taught throughout Scripture. You know, the book of Hebrews tells us that Jesus, as our high priest, he's, he's not just a high priest and some great religious figure that's in heaven on our behalf, but he, is, he was tempted in every way we were, yet without sin. Now, that we think of temptation like tempted to sin, but he didn't. That's true. We see the temptation of Jesus in the wilderness, but that word temptation goes deeper than that. Jesus experienced everything we experience. He's experienced joy. 
He's experienced happiness. He's experienced rejection. He's experienced betrayal. He's experienced loss. He has experienced emotional pain, and he knows what we're going through. You know, this tells us that when we're suffering, when we're hurt, when we're confused, when we're angry, when we're heartbroken, that we don't have a distant God that doesn't care and just tells us, you know, suck it up and get over it. This, your little problem means nothing in the scope of eternity, because really it doesn't. We have a heavenly Father whose heart breaks when we're heartbroken. It's like every parent. When my children are hurting, I hurt. When, our chi- when my children are experiencing joy and happiness, I'm happy for them. When they have great you know, successes and victory, I'm happy for them. When they're experiencing pain, I'm heartbroken for them. You know, several years ago, my my son had a dog, and this, you know, this this we got this dog the same time, you know, my son was born. So they they grew up together. He was a puppy when my son was a was a baby, and they grew up together. They were best friends. They, you know, he loved this dog. And on his 14th birthday, we had to make a tough decision because this dog had gotten sick. This dog was experiencing pain, and we had to make a tough decision to to put this dog down on my son's 14th birthday, and he was heartbroken over it. I didn't, I mean, I liked the dog. The dog was fine. I didn't really much care for the dog. You know, I had no emotional connection to the dog. I, I liked the dog. He was a dog, but I wasn't like, you know, in love with the dog. But I was weeping over the loss of this dog because my son was hurting, because he was heartbroken. I was heartbroken for him. That's our Heavenly Father. That's how God feels about us. When you're hurting, God's hurting for you. Thanks so much for joining us for our Word of the Day. Be sure to be back here Monday as we continue through Scripture. I hope everyone has a great weekend worshiping with your church family. Be sure to be faithful to the house of the Lord. You know, we've, we've, we were coming out of this pandemic thing, and yeah, I know things are still a lot up in the air, but everything else is getting back to normal. Sports are getting back to normal. You know, restaurants are getting, everybody is going back to what they used to do except church. Get back in church. Get back in your church family. Go worship with them. Go sing praises with them. Go pray with them and go hear the word of God that God has for you. Yeah, you can watch online, but there's something special about worship with your church family. Go to church this weekend. Praise God with your church family this weekend. Hope you have a wonderful weekend. Hope you have a blessed day.